Well, I blew my fan on Malcolm Brown. Think he went down. Blew my fan. Now I'm half broke. Everybody's saying my waiver wire game's a joke. Welcome to episode six of Man, that's the Fantasy. <laughs> that because was the newest good. song by Will. It's Ray. good too. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Woo. I'm glad Michi and I's who, predictions. Who's that this. about though? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's who spent 123. Some <laughs> asshole who. <laughs> Spent $123. Hey, you know what? Kyle made me feel better by spending 90 today or this week. So Whoa. feel okay Whoa. there, too. Did he spend uh, 90 on? On Malcolm Brown's backup. Malcolm <laughs> well, either way, <laughs> uh, it's just fantasy. We've actually we've got Eli again. Uh, I'm Arlen, and we've got Sailor, the third, finally here. He got out of the wilderness, and he's joining us. How you been doing? Man? Hello. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm gonna go back into the woods, though. What the <laughs> hell happened while I was in there? This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, it's all falling apart. Uh, <laughs> you know the Mayan Apocalypse 2012 thing. I think that there was a translation error. I think it was 2020. Is when is I think. It's funny. They, I told, they screwed up the, the transliteration there. I told my ma the other day. I said, um, "If this was because she's really big in conspiracy theories, I'm like, if if you had been calling 2020 out for all these years, like you did 2012, I would be freaking out right now." And the whole year, it's been yeah, the right. worst. But we got a we got a good show. We got the it's okay, guys. Re- we got we got fancy football and alcohol oh. to, to make us feel better. Oh uh, yeah, and we're watching this uh the Miami Dolphins uh future playoff team, Miami <laughs> Dolphins, uh completely destroying it on Thursday night football. And we'll be talking about the speaking of our intro song of waiver recaps, uh that song was actually called Fobblehead, um, which is Eli's new nickname. <laughs> and <laughs> we've got the waiver recap phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you, thank I think you. Mike came up with the Fobblehead thing, and then no. Dale took it and made nope. it into a song. Nope. No, I got it. it. <laughs> I was on the you? phone with Michigan That's Setsia, gotta be your new. And uh, I called Dale That's afterwards because he sent name. me a version of that song. I said, "Put it in the song. <laughs> Put it in the song." <laughs> uh, we've got also favorite players uh, of week three. We've got a who's the 2020 fantasy MVP for the positions, and uh, we've got mailbag and set my lineup this week. And we'll end it as always with Eli's interleague pick'em with a twist because we have some uh, we have some back and forth we'll do throughout it as Eli reads off his. We'll say what the league actually voted on because we have seven members that have joined the interleague pick'em. So starting first though, waiver recap and the honor of the favorite waiver pickup of the week. Sailor, you get to go first. It's been a while, and I want to hear more of your voice. Oh, man, that is uh, that's very nice of you. Uh, so I think that Sessie had a interesting pickup of, of Jordan Reed for only $10 a fab. I, I was struggling because it was a, a tough waiver wire week. I think that you're, you're really taking a shot in the dark with a lot of running backs. Um, I think uh, Eli mentioned it, too, that uh, – Kyle spent quite a bit of money on, on someone who probably won't do much. Uh, there was a couple other interesting pickups as well for quite a bit of money uh, that we'll talk about in a minute here. But uh, Jordan Reed, as long as 
as Kittle is is out, I think there's a new rule eighty six. Um, it's now two rules. Eighty one. Is Jordan Reed healthy? Eighty one. Rule eighty one. Sorry. <laughs> is Jordan Reed healthy? Yes. Is George Kittle not healthy? Yes. Put Reed in the game. So good pickup, Jesse. <laughs> I like your I like your style. Nice. Yeah, I like that pickup as well. Even as a uh, now Kittle owner as of today, uh, but I. My favorite was uh, Tannehill because of how stretched thin the waiver wire is of quarterbacks. I like the pickup of Tannehill. I thought about picking up Tannehill. Um, I just didn't end up going that route. Was it you, Sailor, that picked up Tannehill? It was. It was indeed. Yeah, it was nice. I think he's uh, I think he's underrated. Yeah, I think him. it's not going to be much longer until... Uh, into, I mean, it's without A.J. Brown and he's still continuing it. So I think he's... a. Uh, I think he's a solid quarterback. I think last year we thought it was a little bit of a mirage, but uh, he's continuing it this year without his best weapon, arguably. So, um, yeah. Eli, what was yours? Uh, I liked... um, Who picked him up? Kyle. Kyle picked up Keelan Cole. And uh, with your boy DJ Shark uh, out, I thought for sure Keelan Cole would be a a solid play this week. Um, He is not. he, He has not been thus far. I but would have actually so picked. I would have said the Cole thing too. I did it in my other league, um, I, and I, I yeah, agree as well. Right. Yeah, 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 I would say for Cole as well. I think he's had a couple of good weeks, and he's, he's one just, catch uh, for eleven yards so far. Disappear today. Yeah, I think I think the real story here LaVisca is that Chanel's. Miami's defense is coming out of nowhere yeah. to shut down the Jaguars. I mean, Miami could. Uh, could give Buffalo a run for their money this year uh, for the first spot in that division. <laughs> I, uh, if you heard the previous ones, my my long shot Super Bowl pick was the Bills, um, and uh, so I would have to disagree. But I, I mean, I, I had a conversation. My long shot was the Patriots, so yeah. I think I disagree with both of you. That's funny. It's in the whole thing. What is your long shot? This is not on the show doc, but we haven't heard. We didn't get to hear yours. Sailor. Oh, long shot? Oh, man. You bold prediction. Um, um, I, you know, I'll make a, a bold prediction here. and I'm going to actually say that I think that Fitz Magic puts it together and makes a run. Oh, in the uh, you're going to steal Dale's? <laughs> All right, man. I love you. <laughs> Oh, I mean, you did tell, you you did tell him I long mean, shot, so you know that's why I went with long shot with Tampa Bay and New Browns England. Where they're going that long shot, but let's uh, let's move to the least favorite. Don't, don't ignore the power of the beard. All right. <laughs> did you guys see uh, the, the beard versus the mustache? Oh no, fantastic! No beard versus mustache with uh, uh, Tannehill or not Tannehill uh, Fitzpatrick and, and uh, Minshew going back and forth on. On yeah, line. that was yeah, fantastic. That was uh, People who have mustache, <laughs> have spotty beards. <laughs> respect your elders, especially if they're very elder. Really, really, <laughs> really, old. really, really elder. Respect your elders if they're much, much older. Um, <laughs> so those were our favorite pickups of the waiver wire uh, of this week. So they might be on yours as well. Uh, Keenan. Cole might be a situation kind of like Marvin Jones where you want the number one playing for him to be good, but we'll see in the second half of this game. Uh, least favorites, though. Uh, I, I originally had picked just not dropping Barkley, and then I realized he also, uh, Coco, picked up Goldman. I get, yeah, I was going to say, I get a second one now. I, I just saw that. Bit. I can't remember what he paid, but I, I think I remember it. 62, being, 62. Yeah, it was pretty extreme for that. And for, for the third string back who's now becoming the second string. I'm gonna that's that's the, a little rough. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and say that maybe he didn't know that Freeman was picked up when he put it in and didn't adjust it. But why wouldn't you drop Barkley if you're yeah. aware of the fact that Barkley's out for the season? So that's, that's fine. Um, Eli, what is your least favorite pickup? <sighs> So I can't hate on Kyle, who spent $90 on Daryl Henderson, while Malcolm Brown just put in a full practice this week and has the assurance from the head coach that he's still the main guy in a committee. It's not going to be the, the, the bell cow, but uh, or make fun of Jake for Mike Davis, who spent 69 fab bucks on funny. Mike Davis. I think that that's a solid pick, though. That's worth Honestly, it. I like 
I, I mean, I think yeah. that's that's an extra value that I would actually go with. I think that that one actually makes sense. But yeah, Kaiko with sixty two. So the one that I had was Sessi spending fifteen dollars on a defense, um, the Cardinals defense, um, who while doing okay, uh, they have six points in the first week and nine points last week, which is pretty good. Uh, they played against San Francisco and shocked everybody um, in that in that first week. But then they, against Washington, Washington's offense is garbage. The the only points Washington got were in garbage time. Um, I don't see that happening in Detroit. I think Detroit, has, Matt Stafford and his core of receivers and running backs will put up points against Arizona. I I don't think it's a bad pick. I just don't think it's worth 15 bucks. You probably could have paid zero. Yeah. No one else was going in. I like the pickup of the Arizona defense. I don't like, I, I agree with you. I don't like the dollar amount spent on it. That's seven and a half percent of your fab for the year on a defense. She spent, that I don't more, think you're she spent more on them than she did on Jordan Reed, who was a much better pickup. That's, that's true. Sailor, what do you think for, uh, for yours? Uh, so I'm going to have to pick, uh, no one said it yet, but I'm going to say, uh, Jake picking up Davis because you're an asshole, Jake. <laughs> he was supposed to be mine. <laughs> um, you should have had him, sailor. You beat me by just a couple of dollars there. Good for you. I think, uh, my, my actual pick is going to be Tim spending, uh, $43 on Dion Lewis, uh, going to, uh, the Jets, so I think, are, are playing, wait, is he with the Jets or the Jets? Honestly, I don't Giants. even know. Giants. Um, the Giants. The Giants. The Giants. Yeah. So Saquon, Saquon Barkley, who was having trouble to begin with, uh, and now you have Deion Lewis, who could be, honestly, the third string running back still. Uh, that was a an interesting pickup, Tim, uh, and quite a bit of money to spend on someone who uh, you were probably the only one, only one who bid it on. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't think that he was the only one bidding on Deion Lewis. I mean, I don't think Devontae Freeman is necessarily going to get the full load of carries right away this week. And I think Deion Lewis, true. you know, he put up 14 points last week. Yes, there was a touchdown there, but he's he's as a receiving back. I don't know. I, I see, I see Freeman. This week maybe cutting in a little bit, but Deion Lewis, I think for this week will get him some points. So I think people were bidding on him. I just don't think that much. And Tim probably didn't know that Freeman got signed. Yeah, maybe that's what I was going to bring up too. We got two of these people that were our least favorites, but it just might not have been adjusted for. Uh, but overall, I think the pickups that were made were fine. It was just the amount of dollars spent on them. So that being said, uh, who is still on the waiver wires that should not be? Because right now you can probably grab these people for free and they might be on your waiver wires as well. Um, Eli, why don't you go first with this one? I I love your pickup. I didn't know they were. I actually just dropped them today on my other league, but um, it's uh, a good pickup. Deshaun Jackson. Sailor dropped him. And then right after Sailor dropped him, they announced that their rookie wide receiver was going to be out hurt for a while. And so mm-hmm. his value just went back up. I know. And I just dropped Keelan Cole to, mm. or dropped him to pick up Keelan Cole of my other league and play him. And then I got that news as well. <sighs> I, I, don't, I honestly I don't know that you can trust him. I don't I know that you can trust him. him. I mean, I don't know you can Carson trust the Philly offense. Playing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Carson Wentz is playing terrible. He's a bad quarterback. Uh, the, the offensive line is, the offensive line is still hurt. Honestly, I don't know why people still continue to call Carson Wentz, you know, a, a fantastic quarterback. He had one good year. I mean, it's like it'd be like calling Baker Mayfield a fantastic quarterback. Baker Mayfield, you is shut a, your mouth right now. A, a feasible quarterback. I think I, Baker I, Mayfield's a better quarterback me, than, than, than Wentz, know. though. And Wentz also gets injured like every time. Literally, the wind blows, and so. I, I Deshaun Jackson scares me, man. He could have a big week. It's possible, but he could also get a, a goose egg. And I'm not, I don't, I don't want to take that chance. So if yeah. you want to pick him up, go for I it. I kind of dropped him in the other league with the same thought though. He might be a great option, but I, I just, 
one Alshon Jeffrey's coming back soon. I don't think he's like like Alshon Jeffrey of late, but or of of what former Alshon Jeffrey, but I um I just don't like that offense as a whole. I'm just gonna that's one of the offenses I'm just gonna stay away from for a while. Um all right, so for for mine, I'll I'll throw out Jordan Aikens. Um Jordan Aikens is I think I think he's a great tight end. I think he's got a lot of opportunity, proved that he can uh be somebody of significance. I picked him up and actually paid unfortunately six dollars, but it was just because all of the previous people on my waiver um four uh four dollars. All the people previously on my uh I thought I didn't think I would get him and sample. So I got two tight ends, I dropped him. But I think he's worth picking up and at least throwing on your bench. Uh, you stole him from me. I, I bid. I put in a zero bid for him. Well, you, you I think I did that today. I think probably. Yeah, uh, I probably won't though. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> All right, moving moving forward, we got one left sailor. Who is your uh, favorite pickup or favorite person that's on the waivers that should not be? I thought I thought this person was taken. I'll check. Uh, so no, they're not. Oh, okay. It, I said maybe Gore. I think he could be an interesting pickup. So before we move on to our next segment of who's the 2020 fantasy MVP for a few positions, we are looking at uh, taking a break and hearing from our sponsor. Uh, Take a quick listen. Summer is coming to an end and the beautiful fall weather is swooping across the country. The leaves are changing and pumping its places, wafting through the air like sweet, sweet flowers. While we sit back and enjoy the end of 2020, we can only hold on for dear life because we're all going to hell in the handbasket. And we're going to, in the rest of the lane, RGB, you beautiful Wonder Woman, has passed away. Trump continues to destroy our democracy, and police and the police who killed Breonna Taylor got off scot-free. Bastards. Ari continues to send, fill my inbox with trash trades, and 2020 strikes again. DMC and Saquon Barkley are out. And Jake stole my freaking waiver wire pickup. As the world is falling apart, the only thing you can bend, depend on is bust your ass insurance. When everything's going wrong, BYAI has your back, providing you with bunker access and connections to the mob. Don't wait. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Get bust your ass insurance today. Yeah, they're a long-term, a long-time friend of uh, the show. They've supported us for uh, years. Uh, I think actually one of our uh, one of our previous uh guests on the show uh mike had uh bust your ass insurance but after he fell from the sky unfortunately you're a real mvp you're a real mvp who's the 2020 fantasy mvp this is where we're going to take our guesses on one quarterback and one other we get to choose one other position and player to pick as our fantasy mvps now i'm not sure if anybody has a preference here we'll start with quarterbacks does anyone feel uh intrigued to start us off i'd like to start i think someone who i in the past have actually been really down on uh thought that he was um, old and busted, but it looks like uh, 40 is the new 30, and Aaron Rodgers is coming coming back into favor here. Um, yeah. The pickup in in the draft of uh, the big rookie, I think, has lit a fire under his butt, and he is he's playing well. It's gonna be tough uh, if Adams is out this week, but I think that Rodgers gets it done with the help of Aaron Rodgers, or sorry, with uh, Aaron Jones, who is. Uh, taking the world by storm right now. Um, and so I think Rodgers has the opportunity to be a, you know, top top three, top five uh, quarterback in fantasy on the year. And he, I think, could have gone undrafted. I, I'm not sure. Tim might have taken him in the third round. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know. <laughs> now, he didn't go undrafted. I'm not sure where he's drafted, but he was um... – uh, he's a later on quarterback unless you're in my work league where somebody, a Green Bay Packers fan, picked him in the fourth. Um, something like that. <laughs> but, uh, but I think he's a surprise. Yeah, he was a big surprise this year. I'm with you. I didn't, I counted him out, but. Uh, he was a seventh round pick, gents. That's not bad. All right. Seventh cool. round. 
Hmm. Higher than I thought, but not it's bad. still pretty low for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine, I'll go first because I think you had a comment on mine of uh, you would have picked this one, Eli, but I actually was debating between the one you picked and mine. So uh, I picked Josh Allen, taken in the eighth round by Mike. Uh, I thought I thought about doing Cam, but I don't I don't see Cam with the same league winning, winning upside or longevity as I see Allen with because Allen is not winning because he's scrambling as much as he's winning because he is actually throwing the ball really well. So I, I was just, I've been surprised by that aspect of it. And if he stops being able to throw the ball as well, he can just run it. Um, I think he's got year long, I don't know, fantasy glory and championship bound team coming with, uh, with him on, with him on the roster. I think Michi's going to do really well with, uh, yeah. with that. And his, his pick was great. So I, th- I think that both of your picks were right. You guys actually took both of the picks that I wanted. Um, I think Allen is uh, looking to be a superstar. He was actually who I wanted the, drown- the Browns to pick up in the draft. Um, he's a great athlete. And uh, I think the addition of Stefan Diggs, who I was questioning uh, in the offseason, mm-hmm. has been um, huge. And John Brown is also playing really well uh, for Buffalo out there. So I think they have uh, things figured out in Buffalo, and uh, even though the Miami Dolphins are going to upset them uh, for the number one spot, I think that they have a chance of winning the Super Bowl as well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, we keep picking the same damn division. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's your pick, uh, Eli, for your top so, quarterback, your quarterback MVP? Yeah, you said, you said in your write-up that you were looking at him and – at Cam Newton um, as your other. And I thought of Josh Allen and uh, or Cam. Cam Newton went in the 12th round to Taco. And mm-hmm. he has, in our league, for those of you who aren't in our league, uh, quarterbacks um, get four points for passing touchdowns, but six points for rushing touchdowns. So a quarterback who runs for a lot of touchdowns in our league is a premium compared to other leagues where, say, quarterbacks get six points for a passing touchdown or a rushing touchdown. So it's kind of like Cam Newton running in for four touchdowns in two weeks is an extra bonus. And uh, Kyle having, being able to – Having a quarterback – Sorry, Kyle picked him having up. Having a quarterback who runs is kind of like having a uh, – it's kind of like having a cheat code. I mean, being able to get the – the running yards on top of the passing yards is is huge, and like you said, the the rushing touchdowns is also a big part of that too. And he's uh, had a couple already this year, I believe. And so I it's think four. Cam Newton is a great, yeah, yeah, four great, great addition. He was he was someone I was actually targeting in, in a lot of drafts, but um, people picked him up a little bit sooner than I was hoping for. So uh, yeah, great great pickup. I I just had to pause and pour one out for my lost homie James Robinson. Jesus, twenty! He just busted people's heads to get uh, some extra yards. He's got twenty points already. Uh, he looks good. Left. He's a good running back, and uh, I'm just I'm. Oh hoping man, I don't know who fails. that was that Minshew just overthrew, but he had a wide open uh, Conley in the end zone and overthrew the ball. I mean. Minshew is, is having a, a struggle in the night. He's, he's, it's the mustache. It's the mustache. Uh, it's all that <laughs> talk he did too before, uh, some, before the game. Too. I think it was all fun. I think it was all fun. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's how Fitzpatrick got into his head though. Oh, I doubt that's the reason. I think it's because uh, Dolphins are obviously the uh, favorite to win the Super Bowl. Let's move <laughs> on to other. So I picked a uh, running back, selfishly, a uh, player I have on all three of my teams this year <laughs> on all three leagues. Um, I believed in the player, and I got I got lucky. Uh, Mac bailed me out. Um, and it's Jonathan Taylor. So I, I paid up for him. And with Mac's injury... And the other injuries within the league, I think that Taylor has the potential to be a f- top three, top five running back this year. And I got him in the third in ours, which I overpaid for at the end of the third. But in my other leagues, I got him later, uh, one of them in the fifth. So um, I think he could be a fantasy MVP in a lot of 
different leagues. People yeah, I love, think they, uh, they made better my, choices drafting him in the third. I did too. <laughs> Go ahead. One of my one of my hesitancies in in fantasy football has always been uh, rookies. Um, I've always been a little bit cautious about drafting rookies, um, and I think this year was even you know higher risk adverse than most because there was no preseason to see uh, what they look like. Uh, so I had I had concerns about Taylor. I had concerns about uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire, but it looks like both are paying off. Um, Clyde Edwards Alaire had a, had a tough game last week. We'll see how Taylor plays this week. Um, but I, I agree. I think um, that both of those players are going to have good seasons. Uh, we'll, we'll see kind of how, how it turns out for the rest of the year. But yeah, I think for me, it's just it's tough to trust a rookie coming into the, coming into a team that you're not sure about. You haven't seen them play in the NFL, um, but yeah, no good pickup. I I usually am with you. Um, I I took a opposite approach since I had less picks and said that I'll just draft a bunch of rookies because um, no one has seen what they do, so I might sneak one in. I think I drafted. I'm looking now. I had. Uh, two, three, four, five or six or so, uh, rookies that I drafted, um, seven. I see five, I see five rookies looking at your draft right now. Rookie rookies. Okay. Jonathan Taylor, Uh, Taylor Akers, Zach Moss, Bryce Love, and Brian Edwards. Oh, Boston Scott wasn't one. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that's what I was looking at is taking advantage of that. I, the running backs, the usual rule I have is wide receiver, tight end. I won't uh, usually draft a wide uh, rookie in, but um, running backs I always think are a, a fine pickup. Like you talk about Clyde, you knew he was worth a first rounder without ever seeing him. Um, I In that offense, yeah. In that offense, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so that was my pick. Uh, Sailor, what was your other I went in a uh, little different direction with my other. I think that um, Dale has the the golden ticket with Alvin Kamara. So uh, Alvin Kamara struggled a little bit last year, but it looks like he is back in in good form this year in 2020. However, it looks like Drew Brees is the one who um, is getting hit with uh, the oldies. And the the arm that he used to have is no longer no longer what it used to be. And so, uh, with Michael Thomas out for the foreseeable future, and and Brees not able to to throw the long ball, and the almost non-existent Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Alvin Kamara has been a um, huge asset for the, the New Orleans Saints. So I think that's going to continue throughout the entire year. And he is going to see a lot of work and could actually end up being the RB1 uh, at the end of this year. Yeah, I, I think that, that, I mean, I think that's true. I think his keeper value is, I think he got him for 11th or 12th or something like that. But um, his keeper value is extreme there. I think you both cheated uh, because you guys pick keeper value as a part of it. Uh, but I like it. Well, I it's, think. so... Uh... I'll give you mine just now just to explain that. So wide receiver I went with, and I went with Devontae Adams, who won me week one on his own. That's why I'm choosing him as the MVP. Yes, the keeper value is part of it, but the reason I'm going with him is because I he cost me a 13-round pick to get a wide receiver that in most leagues is getting taken in the first round. But his 32, 34-point performance in uh, week one saved me that week. And if he oh, would not have gone out for last week. So when I'm looking at an MVP, so that's when most, I'm looking at we're MVP, talking about most valuable player. So yeah. he... Yeah, when I'm looking at MVP, I think pick is important, obviously. It plays into it. But if I pick Christian McCaffrey in the first round, he gets me, you know... Uh, 20 more points than everybody else on the board, then he's yeah, going to be my right. MVP, whether I pick right. the number one or not. Sure. Okay. I like it. I think they're both, uh, I, I think they're both solid. And I think uh, you might say, I mean, it might be a keeper thing. It also might just be an MVP thing. Adams, I think I heard 
a lot of people loved him uh, because Adams, but I think there was starting to be some questions on if Aaron Rodgers could throw, which brings us back to our uh, Sailor's pick of who his MVP quarterback was. And uh, I think that's a big part of, uh, obviously, Adams' value going forward is, oh, Rodgers can still play. Well, I think the yeah. thing that didn't worry me as much about that, though, with, with Adams is, you know, the Packers drafted a qu- another quarterback. And uh, like in the first round. And so they, they drafted the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. And one, I think that lit a fire under Aaron Rodgers. But two, Devontae Adams still got points when Deshaun Kaiser was the quarterback when Aaron Rodgers was out hurt a while ago. So I'm not if, if anything, I'm not worried about his value if Aaron Rodgers were to were to be replaced or were to step down You've or start doing mail. it poorly. Ooh, what was that? You've got mail. Oh, guys, I think we've got a mailbag. Uh, we just got some mail come in, and... Uh, it, uh, Ari, Ari, using the uh, the free version of AOL that he got on Cheerios back in 1995. <laughs> Our first uh, quick question that we got in a mailbag. I like it a lot. We have one question coming in, as well as a uh, set my lineup that we'll talk about. Uh, the quick question, though, is what do you think your top five quarterbacks and this will be a fast answer what do you think are your the top five quarterbacks on the year not value wise just top five overall will be for the year um i don't know if anyone wants to take a crack at it first i'll go i got it right now uh lamar jackson and i'm gonna give him in no specific order lamar jackson uh pat mahomes aaron Rodgers, drew Brees. Rodgers top five i think he in points he will get top prize Sorry, not Drew Brees. Sorry, Cam oh, Newton. Yeah, that one, Cam Newton. <laughs> so we were just talking. About, we were just talking about Drew Brees. I'm sorry. I'm rattling him off as quick as possible. And uh, Josh Allen. So Cam Newton, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson. I'm really. Surprised. I think Russell Wilson will be a uh, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and Dak Prescott will be behind them. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm really All surprised. Right. On... I'm going to say. Uh... Go ahead. I, I, no, I was just going to say I was surprised that uh, Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson weren't um, neither of them. I'm not surprised. And there's a third person that I'm surprised that wasn't on there. But let's go with let's go with Sailor and see what are your top fives and, and see how close they come to mine. Yeah, I think uh, the, the no-brainers are going to be Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes. Uh, I'm going to put Josh Allen at number three with Russell Wilson at number four. And then my boy uh, Aaron Rodgers coming in at number five. You but, have Aaron Rodgers uh, too, huh? Possibly, possibly uh, Kyler Murray sneaking in there um, for for that number five slot as well. All right, you guys surprised me on this one. I thought we would have a. I get a theory about. I get a theory about Russell Wilson. By the way, if you want to let me expound on it, but there's a reason why he's not in the top five. I'll hear it. Let's go. You're permitted. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna need we're gonna need a, <laughs> we're gonna need a sub podcast I think for that conversation. So after his bye week in week six, Russell Wilson played at Arizona, against San Francisco, at Buffalo, at LA, at uh, at home against Arizona, at Philly, which isn't as dam- damning anymore. And then he has easy work the week the, until the last week of the season. But those five games, I see him struggling mightily in. Okay. Yeah, I think, so the, I think the, that's the where reason, he's going to take a drop. So first off, I, first off, I think San Francisco is not the team, not the defensive team they used to be. And also, I think that uh, Russell Wilson's going to they're they're letting Russell cook, and so he's going to he's going to scramble. He's going to make the play. So I think he's actually going to get more fantasy points by having to scramble more. Yeah. In those games, especially against Arizona, Buffalo, L.A. Yep. Um, and where he might not have the same kind of hmm. uh, passing yards, but because of fantasy, I think he's still he's still relevant. Okay. Yeah, and, and again, I'm not saying he's going to suck those weeks. I'm just saying his points will not be 30 points sure. a week like he's been getting. Oh, for sure. I, I think he's sure. in, he's still in my top five, though, just as a uh, – I think he'll be great every week or almost every week um, yeah. with some – I think that's a great observation, well. though, something, not something that I realized. But Eli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I do have in my so I have in my top five, and I'm gonna go no particular order either because I think either any of these top five people could end up 
number one, except for Russell Wilson. So he's definitely <laughs> locked in at five. <laughs> uh, but the other four are uh, Josh well. Allen. I, I mean, we know the we know the Lamar Jackson. We know the um, Mahomes. Mahomes. I I, th- I think Lamar Jackson. I guess would you know? I'm gonna do him in order. I'm gonna do it in order. Mahomes, Prescott, I'm Kyler a, Murray, Lamar Jackson. Right and, Whoa, Prescott number two. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mahomes, Prescott, uh, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson. Is that five? That's five. You put oh, Lamar at five. Okay. Yeah. Russell Wilson just got bumped. Yeah. See? You see? You're right. <laughs> he just, I just bumped him. He was in my head as a uh, top five, and saying him out loud, he's not. Damn. All right. You're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. All right. The other piece was uh, start my lineup from... Uh, set my lineup? Yeah. Set my lineup from Taco Corp, uh, and that is... Uh, a player within the Cleto Bay League. Let's, let's go through her lineup right. Let's go through her lineup right now first, though. So, for the people who aren't looking or, or may not be in our league, uh, right now she has Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback, Austin Eckler, running back, uh, Antonio Gibson. Uh, you're welcome at running back. Uh, <laughs> Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver. Darius number Slayton, two wide, wide receiver, receiver for Pittsburgh. Tyler Higby, number two. Tyler Higby at tight end. Todd Gurley at the flex. Jerry Judy in the flex and the Steelers defense. On her bench, she has uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Naeem Himes, Adrian Peterson, Ma- Valdez Scantling, and Austin Hooper. I would put in uh, MVS. I would if, put in yeah MVS for Judy right away. I would, I would put do in it. MVS for Gurley. I would say Judy. Gurley. Wow. Okay. I think Judy's Judy's a, a injury risk to play. This is if Adams with. is in or out. I think MVS. even if Adams is even if Adams is in, I would play I would play MVS because he has the speed that Lazard doesn't necessarily have. So MVS will be the one who will get plays when Adams is in double coverage. Lazard will be uh, more of a uh, more of a what do you call it? The distraction. Okay. And then uh, and MVS is going to come in in the slot and take 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 those catches i think mbs has a high catch game if adams plays if he does if adams doesn't play mbs has a big play game i, I like i like mbs I, like uh, I don't like Gurley. what do you think sailor here's a couple out there opportunities i think she has adrian peterson and nine Himes on her bench i'd probably pick adrian peterson the proven vet uh, over nine Himes, who uh, we're still not sure about and and I agree. I think the two people you're looking at are going to be Todd Gurley and Jerry Judy. Uh, Todd Gurley is is not getting a lot of carries right now, and they're playing Chicago, which has a, a pretty decent run defense. And so, um, and also with with Denver, their uh, their backup quarterback in the lineup, you, you just don't know what's going to happen with Judy and and the injury designation. So, uh, Adrian Peterson would actually be an interesting play this week. I think either with Judy or Gurley, depending on on what your feelings are there. I, I disagree with Adrian Peterson. I think they're emerging, and I'm not just saying this because he's on my team, but they're emerging to start playing Swift more, the rookie. Uh, he's taking more of the snaps in Detroit, and last game Adrian Peterson took a back seat to carry on Johnson. Um. And I, I think, I, I think that it's going to be hot, hot hand in Detroit. But last week Peterson did not start with the hot hand, and I think that it's too big of a risk with the other players that she has available. I like Todd Gurley. I just didn't think he had a down week last week against Dallas because I don't know. They didn't need to, they didn't need to go out. He has an injury check. I'm sorry, he has a, he's a checkered past with injuries, and they were blowing out the Cowboys for so long in that game when they were running the ball down, they didn't really need to focus on giving him the ball. <laughs> so there wasn't any garbage time. I don't know. But, I think oh, Gurley's sorry. okay. That was, that was an AOL door opening. Um, uh, my producer just came in and told <laughs> us that, that we need to, 
we need to move to, to wrap move it up. on to to Eli's pickums of the of the week. Now, before we pop into Eli's pickum, we did just start a league interleague pickum, and that's uh, we're gonna do this a little bit differently this week. Eli, you are gonna tell us one by one, and then I will give you a correct or incorrect based Ooh. on. What the league has voted on, and uh, if the league think. supports me or not. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. I like so this. You're gonna either get a correct, which will uh, sound like this. Ooh, or I like an incorrect. this. You guys, gonna, you guys are gonna coach me into making accurate picks. That's what this is gonna well, turn you into. Are and this was also another part I did want to um, cover is you definitely averaged 33 percent over both weeks, which means you got two matchups correct. Four total for the year out of the uh, 12. Eli, uh, your first matchup of the week. We're going to talk about matchup number one so that it matches our votes. And matchup number one is uh, myself, Arlen, versus uh, Kyle Bray. All right. So what I have is Arlen starting Julio Jones in place of Hamler and shocking the world, beating Kyle in a close one, 111 to 107. Oh, wait, never mind. Ari traded again. Uh, Julio Jones is no longer on Ireland's team. <laughs> Ireland therefore will lose to Kyle 107 to 105. And that's if his roster doesn't change between now and then. And I heard a ding. Did I hear a ding? Yeah. Yeah. So you got it right. And I, uh, I, I'm actually really happy. Uh, that you, I made that trade now. Does that, that means you you're going to win. Your answer, yeah. In all <laughs> likelihood, there's a 66.6 percent chance now that I'm winning. Though to I will be think fair, sponsors... you have taken, you have <laughs> not picked me once in the three weeks, and so far you've been correct 100 percent of the time. Our next matchup is matchup two: Dan versus Sailor. All right, I got Sailor feeling the pain of losing Christian McCaffrey. Um, Despite getting Joe Mixon, I think Joe Mixon does okay. I'm a little jealous of that trade. I think Connor and Jacobs uh, mixed with uh, Chenault, uh, who isn't really doing very well tonight, shine. And I think Dan will beat Sailor 119 to 111. What is that? So uh, that was... Does that mean uh, I didn't get it right? <laughs> no, it was a tie. It was a split down the middle tie between Dan and Sailor. What were you going to say, Sailor? Uh, matchup number three. Tim versus Mike Mushy. loses... All right. Mike loses a somewhat close one to Tim, 120 to 116. Based on Tim's Ridley, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan stack, uh, who I think will net 50 points combined... Um, I think Josh Allen has a great game for Mike, but I think Mike is still lacking a little bit in the wide receiver and the flex spots. Um, and I think Tim just has a better week of matchups this week. And I think he beats him by four points. Going with. We got going six with the, uh, the insight that we have now. Wow. Going with the insight we have now. Uh, Tim is up 27.9 points on Michi with uh, with Robinson as his second his uh, second running back, and so I think it makes it definitely Does interesting. Does he have 27 I, points? I think I had yeah 27.9 points. Why did I trade him? <laughs> I, uh, I I thought this was going to be an interesting game. I I think Melvin Gordon with Philip Lindsay. Oh, he out looks like he was down before he got in there. You get a lot. He, he does a little bit, but um, has the opportunity to, to do well this week. Uh, Allen, obviously, the stud, but Matt Ryan also has potential to throw for, you know, 5,000 yards every single game. Um, I think I think both teams uh, have the opportunity to score a lot, of, a lot of points here, and they both have some upsides and some downsides. Uh, I, I think this will be an interesting one to watch down the stretch. I'm really sad right now, guys, uh, seeing that Robinson almost has 30 points. Are you look at the score? Oh, no. Dude, don't do that to yourself. <sighs> I traded him thinking that 
the Boyd is going to get you a lot of points. Boyd's going to get you a lot of points. Yeah, don't worry. but Robinson is a madman, and if he actually, so I traded him thinking he's not going to. Well, he's not going to say saying this after this week. I thought this week was going to be big. I was going to hold him and trade him after this, but then he offered Kittle and I, and Boyd, and I said, all right. Uh, I don't know. All right, that's he my seems heartbreak. to be the only thing that's working on Jacksonville's offense right now. I know. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. And there's two running backs coming back soon, so I thought uh, maybe it's still going to end up. But he looks way better than he works. Looks better and better every week. Okay, I'm hurt. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll... for is Taco versus Dale. I think Dale's going to punish Taco for trading an RB1 to Sailor for a low-end RB2 and a wide receiver to <laughs> just picked up off waivers. Um, Hate that again, I'm a little bitter about that trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still – Dale is still going to relish his trade with Ari. Um, I think Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara are going to rebound off a tough loss, and uh, they will also just like the uh, – Ridley Ryan stack. Uh, I think Drew Brees and Kamara will net Dale over 50 points combined. And I think Dale will win. Uh, I didn't put a score in there, though. So I'm going to do one right now off the top of my head looking at their matchup. I'm going to say 123 Dale to 111 Thea. I mean, you are are high on Drew Brees. I think that Drew Brees is going to struggle again here against Green Bay. I think Alvin Kamara has a good game. Clyde Edwards O'Leary against Baltimore is going to struggle. Uh, Julio Jones, if he plays, uh, could struggle as well. Tyreek Hill again against Baltimore. I, I, I think this is a this one again is up in the air. I think Dale definitely pulls it out with the superior team. But Austin Eckler against Carolina could go off this week. Matchup number five was. Uh... Oh, I, I guess for matchup number four, Taco got one vote, Dale got five. Matchup number five, Eli and Jake. Oh, me and Jake. So I fall to Jake 113 to 108. I get duds from Devontae Adams, assuming he plays. Derrick Henry underperforms again, and David Johnson also underperforms, especially with Duke Johnson coming back into the lineup potentially. And I'm taking a flyer on the Browns defense this week, which I don't think pans out. And I think uh, Deshaun Watson outscores Lamar Jackson. And I think Hunt and Cook both get 40 points or get 40 points combined between the two of them at least. And Jake's tight end, Jonu Smith, who I really, really wanted, and I was pissed off that he took him, uh, will continue to piss me off. And uh, he will get another touchdown this week. And Double digit at least game. The league has picked um, Eli for Jake two. Mm. Okay. Well, maybe. Hopefully, the league is right. I'm wrong. Kaiko versus Big C. Kaiko versus Big C. He just lost Barkley. Does he pull it out? What's your opinion? I say Sessie keeps it rolling with her serendipitous laden running back core. Uh, She lucked into having Derek McKinnon on her bench. And with half of San Francisco going out injured this past week, he is looking to be pretty valuable this week in a uh, easy matchup too against the Giants uh, run defense. That's given up big nights to back up running backs this far thus far this season. Um, I think McKinnon has a huge game, gets over 20 points. I think Kaiko is really suffering from the injury bug, but even though getting Odell Beckham Jr. and uh, and uh, picking up um, uh, and and who else did you trade him? Uh, Corey Davis. I was about to say Keelan Cole. Um, <laughs> I think they will make it close, but I think. They will make it less disastrous is what I mean to say, because I think Sessie's going to blow them out. Um, I think Kaiko's running back situation is terrible. You're looking at, um, you're looking at Tariq Cohen against Atlanta and Tariq Cohen's taking a backseat to David Montgomery. And you're looking at 
Jones, Ronald Jones. And I think this is, I think last week we saw Fournette is going to be become, become the guy in Tampa Bay. Um, and then they don't really have anyone else. And the one thing I will say though, <laughs> is that Gardner Minshew says he hmm. did start Gardner Minshew and he is not playing really well. So it might not be the blowout score that I predicted, but I predicted it 124 to something to 105 or something I, like that. I think it's still going to be a, a, a big, big win for, for Ceci. Uh The stack of Tyreek Cohen and Ronald Jones at the running back for Tyco is rough. Um, Mike Evans uh, is definitely on the upside, uh, the up end of uh, Tampa Bay, but I think, um, you know, the Evans Beckham stack also has its risk as well. So I, I agree. I think Cecily has this one well in the hand with Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, McKinnon, who I'm a little bit probably not as excited about as you are, but I think still has a good game. And Devin Singletary, I think, is a sleeper this week. I think Devin Singletary with Zach Moss injured has a has a very good week this week. Well, that has been our picks for the uh, week, and we'll see how the first week of the interleague pick'em goes. Thanks for listening to It's Just Fantasy and uh, Sailor. It was nice having you back. Yeah, it's good to be back, guys. All right. <laughs> That's been It's Just Fantasy. We'll see you guys next week. It's just fantasy, but I'm giving my best shot, my best shot. To win my game of the week, even though probably not. I know it's just fantasy, but I sure love it a lot.